Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Why would anyone believe any of these war propagandists? <laughs> the only thing that I liked hearing uh, about any of the, the Ukraine-Russia thing that's going on. Uh, everything that I heard is like, this is horrible, this is bad, this is horrible, this is bad, all the headlines I'm reading and if I'm skimming articles or whatever. But the one thing I heard that I enjoyed was that at some point, some folks were handing out guns to regular people. Oh, yeah. And the I, Ukraine. Did, uh, yeah, and, and I was like... Finally, somebody proves my, I've said this a billion times, probably here on the show too, that like if an organization known as government really cared about its people defending themselves, it would hand guns to everybody because, you know, War 101, whatever that is, whatever that manual says, uh, the first line in it should read something like the most indefensible places on planet earth are those with a heavily armed populace sure but unfortunately it's a little bit too late uh to hand out guns to, to everybody I, I know, because you're you're giving guns to a populace it is never too late to hand out guns to everyone well i mean i get what you're saying but the fact <laughs> is you're handing out guns to a populace that has that many of them have never uh held a gun before the real fight is humanity versus the autocratic dictators of the world by whatever color they are. Well, and that's and, not what's going on here. This right, is dictator right. versus dictator. Exactly, exactly. This this is exactly like American politics. So do you want to do you want the horrible dictator on the left or on the right? Do you want Coke or Pepsi? I mean, they're both poisoned, but which one do you want? Is it like the next so, the next WWE match? They're both yes, literally yes. calling the, each other. Both sides are actually referring to the other side as the Nazis. And they both <laughs> I'm kidding, actually not have a point. Yeah. Like, each well, of them, I, from their perspective, are partially correct. Sure. I mean, like, uh, uh, one of the things that's uh, that isn't talked about much is that America specifically caused the coup to overthrow in Ukraine and significantly empowered their literal Nazis, like yes. the, the grandchildren of the actual Nazis themselves who hold fascist, nationalist, racist ideologies. Great. Now we've got grand Nazis. And so Putin is saying one of the goals of this whole operation operation is to denazify Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So from like that part of it is true. Now but he has a lot of other reasons to be sent, to be moving into this. Sure. I mean for one thing like uh, geographically the Ukraine is the, the, that whole area there. Uh, that whole Ukrainian area it's it's the opening of a the the European uh uh plain. And basically, all of the important parts of Russia are on this huge flatland that is impossible to defend. The strange thing, as uh, as Cyprian points out on uh, on his Twitter account, is where are all the videos of the fighting? Mm-hmm. I mean, we are in. We talked to Galena, who called into the show last night from mm-hmm. Ukraine, or at least purportedly, she had a Ukraine phone number, sounded Ukrainian to me, uh, and she said she's not hiding in the basement. Like a lot of the reports, when you see on the mainstream, the Kharkiv residents hiding in basements. She says she does know of people who are doing that, but she's just sitting in her apartment. Um, But, you know, she says she had the Internet because we asked her, do you have access to the Internet right now? She says it it was down temporarily Mm -hmm. uh, within the last two days, but it came back and they've had Internet since then. So there's no reason why there shouldn't be videos coming out of firefights and whatever you know battles are purportedly going on that right. the mainstream media wants us to believe. And I'm not saying those things aren't happening. It's just that we should be deluged with those sorts of videos. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. those aren't coming out. Everybody's Every- got the magic rectangle in their pocket. I don't care where you are, even in the Ukraine. Yeah, and a lot of the people that are showing videos of things happening are showing footage that did not happen in the last week, that happened over the last several years uh, in various different parts of, of the world, including Ukraine. Yeah. So it's really hard to know at a glance that what you're looking at is actually, you know, legitimate. The more I think about it, the more it feels like, and I was mentioning it in jest earlier when I said, is this like the WWE? Ever since the COVID thing sort of started to seem to get a little repetitive, people were saying, what's next? War? You know, something else has to distract people. It is predictable because, well, let's see, you've, uh, oh, I don't know, locked down planet Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, you've uh, established this campaign of fear regarding a glorified cold, right? A virus that is, you know, I mean, by all accounts, over. You know, it was a bad case of the flu, different version of the flu. Yeah, it killed some people, but historically, everybody's going to forget about this. Be like, really, we made a big deal of that. Well, speaking of lockdowns, Ukraine is on lockdown right yeah. now. So, so I mean, what, which way is it? Now Are that we've got you so, used to yeah. lockdowns, we can do and, it whenever and we also feel like. crippled infrastructure around the globe. Right, we still have you know problems getting goods into ports here in the U.S. And I sure. imagine that problem exists elsewhere. We've seen uh, many nations debasing their currency, you know that kind of thing. So, like when you do all of these things. You got to get out of it somehow, and historically, the way for nations to get out of all of the other bad crap that they do to their people while they're in power is for them to go to war. But here's my question about the lockdown, right? They're saying their their citizens are under a curfew for. At, I, th- I heard a report, I think it was on the news, for at least the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. You talked about propaganda from like Ukraine and Russia, and I absolutely agree that it's always from two sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the only thing that you know. Cannot be denied that Russia attacked right now. So it's offensive from Russia, and uh, you know, from the past, uh, any dictator or whoever invaded other country, he never said that I am going to invade because I want more land or whatever. It's always like because they protect, they want to liberate some people, they want to. Which is what Putin is saying that he's only there to protect the Donbass region who had declared independence in 2014. Uh, When did you leave Ukraine? How long ago? Oh, it was uh, in 2006, so it's been quite a while, but I I still have my uh, parents there. Um, and um, okay, it doesn't look really nice. What are your so, thoughts on what happened in 2014, where you had the uh, Donetsk and Luhansk regions declaring independence? Supposedly, uh, do you believe that that was you know legitimate? Were there really enough people there voting? Uh, that whole situation. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, okay, I, I, in my opinion, you know, at the gun at the gunpoint. Everyone would vote, you know, as you told to mm-hmm. vote. So it's. Uh, Are you I, saying those people were under duress at the uh, time? Yeah, it was. You know, it was some military, definitely support from Russia. What are you hearing from your family, your friends that are still in Ukraine uh, right now? I mean, what are they telling you? Uh, okay, so it definitely doesn't uh, look that it's gonna, you know, end soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, my family lives in the western part of Ukraine. It's uh, Lviv, which is closer to Poland, uh, okay. uh, to Polish border. Uh, so they're more or less safe. I I want to take them back here to safety. It's like just my mom and 
my wife's mom. Uh, but like I still talk to friends and it's um, it's not uh, okay. West part is relatively safe. Mm -hmm. The rest, like Kiev, it's under attack right now, and uh, there is fighting between Russian army and Ukrainian. And uh, yeah, nobody knows what what it will be next. Indeed, I don't know. Indeed, five uh, hours. Just another next. question: since you're in Vancouver and you are in Canada, that's the westernmost uh, big city in Canada. Um, any thoughts on yep. the the truckers, the uh, the freedom convoy up there, the crackdown on freedoms that Canada has suffered under the COVID regime? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, okay, I personally I support freedom convoy, and I believe nice. like whatever uh, you know, personal decision about your health, it's your personal decision. I kind of was watching something the other day on Court TV. This guy is a cop who's 26 years in law enforcement and security. And uh, he shot a guy in a movie theater about eight years ago because the guy threw popcorn on him. I mean, he'd been, he he kind of kept after the guy until the guy got angry enough to throw popcorn on him. And he pulled out his handgun and shot the guy in cold blood. Jeez. And he was, he was on bond for eight years. And then they finally had the trial. And it's like not the 12th on, on the jury, but like six people. Mm -hmm. And they watched this, this cop, this cop, and they watched his lawyers get up and tell lie after lie. I don't know how the man's widow could sit there and you know, listen to that and not just like go over and just knock the living hell out of that old man on the witness stand when he was lying like he did. Because he said he felt threatened. He said his life being threatened because the man threw popcorn on him. He instigated the whole thing. Because he was trying to get the guy thrown out of the uh, movie theater because the man was texting on his phone trying to keep track of his daughter who was being, you know, taken care of by the babysitter well, while they were went to a movie theater. They, wow. they established this quite some time ago, Jerome. The I call it the magic shield of deflection where they just go, I feared for my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, not guilty. You can't hold these people accountable. It is not possible. There is no viable way. To hold them responsible. Jerome, what do you think about uh, Ukraine? Have you been following that situation? Man, look, Putin's been a bully for a long time. The people of Russia, those are some of the weakest people on the planet because they allow themselves to let this man get so powerful that he can do things like this, and they're in a damn thing they can do about it. I don't know how this guy. Well, sure, they could do something about it if they years. didn't want to do something. If they didn't want to go along with what Putin wanted, they could just refuse to follow his orders, not join the military, and refuse to deploy. Right? Like so. Yeah, clearly, well, there are enough happen. people in Russia who support uh, what Putin is saying, and that they. I don't think they had to draft these well, men. And and what exactly is it that Putin's allowed to do that Biden isn't? Oh no! Don't, don't you start with me? <laughs> don't you start with me? Don't start using don't the same. Don't, don't start, start using, using logic. Using the same way of judging two different leaders. Let, let me tell me something. Let me tell you something. They're not leaders. They're they better never put. They better never put me and you in a room. Yeah. Okay? Well, that's not very nice, Jerome. I thought we were going to have a beer today because, uh, someday when look, we met you. Not that guy. Not that guy. Not you. Okay? Sorry, he's Peakless. a clown. He called. He called um, Fauci a mass murderer. Hey, Daily Digest listeners. This is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. 
I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. You know, sometimes that freedom of speech does get out of hand, you know. <laughs> All right, what you got, man? What, what are you going to try to say? I will say this, though. You started that first. Remember that? Huh? Earlier, when I talked to you, and you say, hey, what's up, Joe Bob? I said, yeah, you said that naughty word, too. Oh, did I say something like that while I was screening yeah, your call? You I don't remember that. that. I, I, yeah, I, hey, you can't say that on radio, but I accidentally did that. That is my bad, you know. All right, man. What What were you calling about, Joe Bob? Oh, I, well, we got to take our freedom back, you know, because this is the United States of America. This ain't China. This ain't Russia. Where did our freedoms go? Are you still there? Right here, man. Oh man, I'm I'm glad you're right here. How are you gonna take the How are you gonna take the freedoms back? We take it back one vote at a time, Mister. That never one worked. Vote at a time. Vote, voting never worked to uh to restore freedom. If it did, then we'd have well, it back. Well, you know what's gonna happen then. Hmm, what's what's that? happening over yonder, over there by Russia, Ukraine? That's what America might happen to. I guess I've just got a question for you guys. What do you do? Whenever there's been a fraud on the Supreme Court of the United States, who do you appeal to? Well, I mean, I consider the uh, courts in the United States to be a fraud uh, just generally. So can you be a little more specific about what you're referring to? Yeah, the, the clerk of the Supreme Court of the United States has withheld a motion from Associate Justice Brett Kavanaugh requesting a recomputation of a filing deadline and also reporting of grievances from the clerk and his deputies, which blocked the filing of an appeal of an interjudicial hate crime conspiracy by the Arkansas lower and higher courts that blocks an interfaith Hebrew Native American school of theological research, which I'm planning. Hmm. So you have filed something with the, with the court clerk uh, of the Supreme Court, and you're saying they're just doing nothing with it? Well, yeah, um, I made my filing back in, um, uh, let's see, June 1st. And um, uh, they ruled that the filing was out of time mm -hmm. because they were going by a petition for review, which the, and I'm, I'm a pauper, in, I filed an informal pauperous mm -hmm. pro se. And you don't uh, have enough money to, uh, you know, to make the filing fee. I, Right. Well, I had a lawyer, but he turned out to be a crook. So Shocking. Wow. wow. So surprised by that. In the district court rules, now I realize the Supreme Court of you know the U.S. is a little different, but in the district court rules of New Hampshire, Rule 1.1 is that the judge can waive the rules at any time in the so-called interests of justice. Okay? So all the rest of the rules don't matter, right? That rule number one is that they can waive the rules at any time. Well, in my in my uh, petition, which I filed uh, against this action, I cited specifically that the clerk of the court told me that my only alternative was to file a motion directing the clerk to file a petition out of time. However, that's contradicted in the rules of, of the Supreme Court, and there's no rule that justifies that. 
So it's only a, a means of getting me to admit that I fouled out of time, which mm-hmm. I'm, yes, I did not foul out of time. Yeah, they are slimy, so dishonest scum. Well, the, uh, the form that I, the form that I downloaded from the Supreme Court website states that that you have to uh, file your petition based on a petition for review by the highest court that reviewed the case on its merits. It never was reviewed on the merits. The, so, the, uh, what, what the kind Arkansas of uh, higher courts all rubber stamp the decision by the lower court? You know, my network uh, company are. It used to go all the way to Russia. It's opened up to like thirty-five countries, and we still have um, Russian-speaking uh, representatives that take orders. And it would actually go to, but we had customers signed up in Russia. Well, you know. Now, after this war and all the sanctions, like we're talking about, all the businesses are going to suffer, and we're going to suffer, you know? So I think that's going to be the end of it. Aren't you a communist? Yes. Does that mean that you are advocating for the workers to seize control of your network marketing company? Well, I mean, I'm just concerned with it. I kind of understand that, but my whole point was that we have the market open— we had we had trade with Russia. We had more business. Now my our business is going to suffer because don't that you think the business be would be better up. if the workers violently seized control of the means of production? Well, the thing about it is that with this marketing, you you the worker, the builder, you the more customers you have under you, the more no no you get wait, wait. Is, that way. Is Sarah actually saying that? That whatever business she's referring to, or networking company, yeah, network that, marketing, that, yeah, that that it would actually do better under a free market. And I'm not even a huge fan of network marketing or anything yeah. like that. I I did my time, so I know how it I know how it works. Um, but they understand that people respond to incentives, and that is true. Whether you're a communist or not, whether you want to acknowledge that or not. You're responding to incentives every day when you choose to do the things that you do for whatever reasons you choose them. Mm -hmm. And so creating incentives that are motivating to people, you want to get people to go out and sell your product, you have to give a better package than the next guy. You have to have a better product than the next guy. You have to have all kinds of different things in place to make somebody say, yeah, I think I'll spend my time representing your product or your service. And so they they have to incentivize that because there's another zillion other companies out there that probably sell the lotions and the potions that you sell too, Sarah. And I know you say you don't sell them and you're just a customer and blah, blah, blah. And uh, to just correct, Sarah, we do not live in a capitalist society. We live in a, uh, a state-based mm, – I don't corporatist. even know. Cor- it's corporatism. Corporatism. Yeah, corporatism is the correct terminology there. So uh, a free market is the system that I advocate for. This is a good old boy system is what it is. Yeah, we do not have that here. If the government can print as much money as they want, and they, they usually do, how come we still have to pay taxes? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Short answer, uh-huh. because but- they'll shoot you. <laughs> Longer answer is because for them, it's about obedience they really love obedience they really want people to do what they're told and taxes and you're making a great point they don't need to do this they can just print 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 
and then that's how they can fund everything and that ultimately is a hidden tax because the when they print more money out that is inflation and it means that prices go up and so they can pay all their bills with inflation if they want to and then just debase the currency and we know they do that anyway mm-hmm. because we know the taxes don't actually collect enough in order to make up you know what they spend yeah. the amount that they collect in taxes is barely enough to make the interest payment on all of the money they've borrowed that's a great point make that at all yeah, it, it definitely punctures the myth that it is your tax dollars that run the government yeah. uh, now that that might have some degree of truth in other countries but certainly in the country that has the uh, world's reserve currency and they can absolutely print as much as they want without any real backlash uh, they don't need your tax dollars but they do like to tax you as a form of control yes it forces you to fill out paperwork work that you don't want to fill out uh, forces yeah. you to offer your labor for free to the government which is a nice part of their submission last night on our local tv station they had a news segment on the ukraine war and they claimed that there was close to 1,000 soviet casualties and only 194 ukrainian deaths and 368 injuries, which I seem kind of far-fetched that the ratio should be that high because I'm a combat veteran from Vietnam, and we used to up the body counts of North Vietnamese that we supposedly killed. So I find this count a little dubious for my own personal experience absolutely absolutely there's no doubt that uh, you cannot trust a single thing that any of these militaries or any of these you know mainstream medias are saying about this conflict that said if there actually were a shooting war going on which i have not yet seen any evidence of that uh but if there actually was something like that going on we would. Uh, it probably would be true that the Russians would lose more than the Ukrainians simply because the Ukrainians are defending, you know, a territory, and it's a lot harder to, uh, you know, to to be the aggressor in those situations. And a, a, a quick note: I know this might sound a little nitpicky, but there are zero Soviet casualties. <laughs> just just pointing that out real quick. Well, I'm thinking about Germany, and they're finally deciding to send in Stinger missiles. And I'm sitting here in my own mind listening to the German parliament. Well, we have these munitions. And if we don't stop them here, we will have to fight. Or if we don't stop them there, we will have to fight them here. So by the time they might get here, we should probably be able to recompense our munitions and fill our reserves. So should we not release these munitions? I vote to the council. Bang. It seems like I've been in courts. I'm I'm an old soul, dude. I I, I it seems like I've been here before. It, Sounded familiar, it, huh? So yeah, you're saying, just yeah. to be clear, they're not launching the missiles; they're sending them in on trucks to Ukraine. So in yeah to the government yep, gang. Yep. Okay. And uh, the latest reverb I've got is that the Russians are trying to cut off the seaports, so whatever we might be able to send in, shy of airlifts is going to be negative. Well, supposedly there was an image yesterday that uh, NATO trucks are coming in with so quote unquote supplies as well with supplies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how that goes.
Captain, you wanted to continue with the World Economic Forum. This is a group of high-level corporate CEO types, government bureaucrat types, politician types who get together and plot against everybody else. Basically, yes. That's exactly what they do. And they publicly talk about their ideas as though they're, you know, these wonderful concepts that we, the far more elite than you. Well, they're not one of those, you know, stodgy old, you know, old boys clubs like the the Builder Group group where you got to get invited to their forum to talk. No, they're open to anyone, anyone at all, as long as you can pay like $600,000 for a ticket. But I mean, you know, anyone... (laughs) Is that true about them? I yes. didn't know that. Yes, uh, anywhere between anybody like, should be able to afford that. Yeah, uh, well, anywhere between uh, thirty thousand and six hundred thousand is uh, is what uh, those wow. tickets go for. So you know, just anyone can mm. can can go to the World Economic Forum. You Wonderful. Know, if if you can afford the ticket and going to to Davos. Davos. Yeah. So, Where the hell is that again? Uh, Sweden, I think. No, Switzerland. 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 Yeah. So they've proposed this super dystopian. Uh, it's basically everything you've ever feared about some sort of digital ID thing. Yeah, well, they've been talking about these things. Yeah, and they, they've they've written it all down now, and now it's a proposal. Uh, under this framework, the WEF proposes collecting data from many aspects of everyday lives throughout their devices, telecommunication networks, and third-party service providers. They note that vaccine passports, which were mandated across the world during the COVID-19 pandemic, do, by nature, serve as a form of digital identity. Yeah. That's the camel's nose under the the tent here, in this case. It's Uh, a proof of concept. The door was open. They stuck their foot in it, and they ain't taking their foot out. Look at at all these people that we were able to convince relatively easily to sign up for some sort of a national ID. Download an app. It's easy. It's on your phone. Mm Mm-hmm. In some cases, the phones automatically uh, pushed you into it. I remember there was a guy that we know that got an alert on his phone yeah. uh, when he was actually near the Massachusetts border from some sort of program that Google was running in the background without his knowledge, uh, letting him know. So it wasn't the same thing as a vaccine passport, yeah. but it was like software that's on your device you didn't even know existed. You did not opt right. into, but they put it there, and it was all about keeping well, you safe. Speaking of didn't opt into, the World Economic Forum also praises the way vaccine passports have allowed governments to harvest data from their populations without notice and consent. Mm. Quote, at a collective level, vaccine data is an incredible public health asset. The UK, in particular, has acknowledged this and has suggested that anonymization, pseudonymization, and data shielding techniques could be harnessed and controlled in an environment to allow for the reuse of that highly sensitive data. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more. All for free at freetalklive.com.